If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at StudioRedMedia.com. Is it good? Welcome to the podcast with Louis Luna and Todd LaBarge. Welcome. We are two friends, two co-workers. Two co-workers and two friends. And two friends and uh, fans of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I am a fan of Spider-Man 1 and 2. And Louis is uh, just a fan of, <laughs> diehard fan of the trilogy. I'm a, a fan of the holy trilogy, which is Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Sam Raimi Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Yes, Sam Raimi Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. So the reason we wanted to go uh, do this podcast is Louis and I have very unique taste in uh, movies. Mm-hmm. and uh, Specific tastes. It's very fun to kind of just go over and be like, what were you talking about? So one of the big ones was I was talking about Spider-Man 1, Sam Raimi Spider-Man 1. And yep. in my mind, I was thinking, does it is it still good? Right. Is it good? And in my mind, I had no question ever whatsoever <laughs> that any movie from the Holy Trilogy is ever going to be considered anything but good. Yes. Uh, especially because there are just so many great things about it. I mean, Sam Raimi directed it. <laughs> Uh, Peter Parker is played by Tobey Maguire, who is just incredible. The human definition of water. The human so. definition. <laughs> he is the human, the the uh, incarnate version of Spider-Man for an entire generation of fans. And so... So anyway, so we're going to dive into, that's what this uh, episode is we are diving into Spider-Man 1. Swinging into. Swinging into. Yeah. And we are going to discuss it. We're going to break it up into the three acts. Right. Um, and so we're going to start with act one, go down. Yep. And uh, finish finish all the acts. So this might be a little bit longer. Um, so just buckle down, be prepared, but uh, hope you enjoy the ride. Hope you got your costume on. That's right. So Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Okay, so Act 1. Act 1, we're going to say, is from the intro all the way to whenever Spider-Man is simultaneously transforming, uh, or Peter Parker is simultaneously transforming into Spider-Man along with Norman Osborn, who is simultaneously transforming into the Green Goblin Mm -hmm. at Oscorp. That'll be Act 1. We've got plenty to talk about because... I think Act One is great. What do you think about that part of the movie? There so, is say the first third of the movie. Very few movies that start out this well, right? And are just like right off the bat, you're like, "All right, we I'm know in. we know who Spider Man is. Yeah. He's a nerd. Yeah, he is the exactly. nerdiest of nerds." Because you want you want to talk about how it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before before even uh, you're identifying with. Spider-Man, we've got those credits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The credits. The beautiful two-hour-long credits. <laughs> I actually uh, saw how long it was. It's about three minutes, <laughs> maybe around three and a half minutes, but a solid three minutes of beautiful music uh, mixed with awesome visuals yeah. from the early 2000s. It's, it's beautiful. So essentially it's telling the whole story of the movie. Yeah, well, it's not telling the whole story, but it is telling uh, – it is giving you a synopsis, a summary of what's yeah. to come. It's getting you pumped. Yeah, it's getting you pumped for that sure. That music alone is like 
And just the fact that it's three minutes long, you're like, this is like, I am on the edge of my seat waiting to see anything. Oh man. It's great. It, it really is. Like, so before then we had X-Men and the X-Men movies were good, but it's definitely like the end of, of the nineties movie. Yeah. No, for and sure. then Spider-Man blows onto the scene and we're like, swings into the Swings scene. into, yeah. And, uh, man. You yeah. are just jazz. I can definitely see Spider-Man 1 being having qualities of a movie that kind of heralds in the new era of like from 90s movies to early 2000s movies. Right. Where you see like remnants of like maybe uh, qualities that were very characteristic of 90 movies, 90s movies, but it's also, you know, in the new in the new era. Yeah. And uh, I think you can tell. And I think Spider-Man is a great transition because it's a fun movie. It's also, uh, you know, kind of like a, a teen drama-ish with a lot of like a kind of melodrama aspects of it. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the Green Goblin. That's <laughs> uh, true. It's so mellow. Yeah. And uh, man... But what? I, but it. But I think it's a good. Uh, it's a good segue into a new time. Yeah. And you know, it's a good segue into new uh, superhero movies. In the day and age which we are living now, mm-hmm. where superhero movies are now Oscar-nominated best yep. picture movies. Yeah. AKA Black Panther. Black Panther is nominated for Spider-Man One. Best picture was our best picture. Yeah. It was. We we heard that music. And that was when the Academy scoffed at superhero movies, like, <laughs> and we saw Spider-Man. Yeah. And it was just game over. What were the Oscar nominations for that year? What was that year? Spider-Man 1 was 2004? No, it was 2002. Was it? Spider-Man 1, yeah. Oh, that's Remember, right. Remember, it was the year 2002. after 9-11. Yeah. So, um, so well, what? it might have been like A Beautiful Mind and stuff like that, because uh, Russell Crowe went on. So in 2000, he did Gladiator and all that stuff. And uh-huh. It, those movies were really so Russell Crowe was huge. Was, Russell Crowe was the big guy back then. So, as we all know, yeah. Spider-Man just keeps getting bigger. Right. And Russell Crowe also physically keeps getting bigger. <laughs> now he's just a big guy. He's just a big guy. <laughs> he was the big guy. Now he's just a now big guy. Now he's just a single many. big guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, let's, let's dive into the movie. Swing into the movie. Swing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's swing into the movie. Because we insist on using puns, just yeah. like actual Spider-Man. Oh, you know what? Uh, one last thing about the uh, the intro slash credits. Mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, Spider-Man 1 was the first movie to have the Marvel intro with the kind of like flipping through the comic books, the red sort of intro of like Marvel logo? Where Did it's they have like, that? Yeah. It's the first movie really? to have that. Interesting. And so it really is. <laughs> the the godfather of marvel movies i guess so yeah that makes sense like i wonder yeah i looked it up huh that's interesting yeah yeah i came across that and i was like wow this really is the godfather of marvel movies well i know that um marvel kicked themselves ever since they sold off x-men and spider-man and all that stuff yeah um they sold the rights, and then it wasn't until Iron Man that Marvel was like, we're going to do our own thing. And now mm-hmm. Marvel has become bigger than anything, yeah. which is crazy. Um, but yeah, if it wasn't for Spider-Man, we would not have all these other 
huge Oscar nominated. Yeah. Oscar nominated <laughs> Black Panther. Black Panther. Wow, that's wild. Anyways, <laughs> so the intro music by Danny Elfman. Right yeah, the great music. We are Holy into cow. it. Then it fades into. Who am I? You sure you want to know? Who am I? Are you sure you want to know? <laughs> you really want to know? <laughs> the story of my life is not for the faint of heart. If somebody said it was a happy little tale, if somebody told you I was just your average ordinary guy, not a care in the world, somebody lied. We're in a school bus. Yeah. And we're looking at different people and we're like, is that Peter? Yeah. Right off the bat, we have like a fat guy. And yeah. he's not just fat, he is eating. So it's yeah. perpetuating the idea donut. that he is super fat. Yeah. So that's the thing with this movie. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man is super campy. In the yeah. sense that like his characters are characters. Right, exactly. Because like the fat guy. Yeah. Um, he's fat. He's fat. And Flash so, is Right mean. off the bat, for every chubby kid, we're like, we don't want to be that. Yeah. You know, our hero's not that. No. I mean, that's what he's saying. But what we, but how he redeems that scene is that our hero is is less than everyone in the bus. Mm-hmm. Like, he is so far removed from yeah. society. He's not even the fat guy. He's not even the fat guy. So. He's not even the, the other nerd that tells him, no, the girl. <laughs> Don't even think about it. And it's like, who, 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 are, you, who are you sitting next to? I just, <laughs> there's nothing about Peter Parker that should make him toxic. But also in the scene when he's running on the bus and everyone hates him, isn't he a senior at this point? Honestly, because I think you're right. Yeah, because he graduated in senior, the movie. What senior gets treated like that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But it seems like, like I mean, the way that the girl said, no way. Yeah. It was like as if Peter Parker had like killed her parents or something. Like, <laughs> no way. She was like. Like. Yeah, right. I didn't go to public school back at that time. But if a kid was an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> was treated that badly in public school. Is that how public school is? I mean, <laughs> I went to public school, but I don't think I ever noticed any targeting people like orphans. Who are, I, that's, that's some extreme bullying. You know who we all hate? We hate that orphan kid who's like... <laughs> pretty pleasant yeah he's kind he's actually kind of a nice guy once you get to know him you just don't like let's not let him sit with us on the bus (laughs) let's just be outright mean to him. but we like the fat guy so he gets on the bus (laughs) and he gets kicked over he falls over and he just so right off the bat ah his life's tough right off the bat peter parker is not the kind of person that you would think is a cool guy at the high school at the high school you know he's the kind of person who fades in the background yeah doesn't really have any sort of obvious redeeming qualities about him you i mean like us all right like he represents us that's the whole idea so that's the thing no one goes into that movie watching it and being like i'm i'm mary jane now people go in as mary jane watching black panther being like I'm a I'm a superhero nerd, <laughs> and you're like no, Spider-Man one. You were the Mary Jane, yeah, who like completely ignored us, yeah. But anyways, anyways. So he we now cut to we are. This is the confusing thing. So he gets onto the bus. Do they go to the museum? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a big deal for you. It is because why is it such a big Norman deal? Norman Osborn drops his son off, yeah. Harry, yeah, in a beautiful Rolls Royce. Uh huh. 
<laughs> yeah. The line is like... Uh, you know, Charles, can we drive around the corner, please? Why? The entrance is right there. Dad, these are public school kids. I'm not showing up for the field trip in the rolls. What, you want me to trade in my car for a Jetta just because you flunked out of every private school I ever sent you it to? It wasn't for me. Of course it was. I just, what school no, bus? No, no, Harry wanted him to pull around the corner. Pull around the corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Harry, or uh, Norman, is just shocked. Like, yeah. he's just like, what, you want me to trade in my Rolls Royce for a Jetta? <laughs> <laughs> just because you flunked out of every other public school in the city? <laughs> so... <laughs> There's a lot of exposition going on here, and like it's, wonderful. it's all a credit to the writing. Yeah, we know just based on what the two lines of dialogue of Harry and his father that they have a strained relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Harry is uh, feels some degree of shame from his father being so rich and him coming from a rich family. Yeah, um, we know that that his father. Uh, doesn't see it that way, and we know that Harry has flunked out of other schools. <laughs> and it's just, we get a lot yeah. of their relationship. And Harry wears, like, a big winter jacket for, like, <laughs> half the movie. Yeah. And then, as we'll see, like, towards the end, his wardrobe changed. Yeah. And he's an adult. Well, you know what? Now that you mentioned the wardrobe in that scene in particular, um, I, I actually read something online that said that they were filming this scene um in the summer i think and uh yeah because it's sunny and hot and yeah yeah, yeah. shorts um something like that they're filming the scene in the summer in the summer but i think the wardrobe the wardrobe department uh had like uh colder clothes for them to wear and so, you know, all the characters in the movie are seen, like, wearing, like, jackets and whatnot. And then, like, in the background, you see, like, the actual university students walking around, and they're, like, wearing shorts and, like, short sleeve shirts and whatnot. So. That's so funny to me. Yeah. So, they arrive. They get out. Yeah. Harry's embarrassed by his father. He's trying to meet up with Peter. And then and Norman Osborn says, Harry! Wait, wait, no. Peter... What does he say? Well, he turns around. Hi, Harry. He's oh. like, Peter. And he's like, hi, hi Harry. <laughs> so. Hi, Harry. Amazing. Amazing. I just love that Harry. That's the good thing. It's Harry friended Peter. Yeah. And like Peter was the scourge of the earth, according yeah. to high school. So the fact that Harry, Harry is cool with them, yeah. it's great. So maybe it's because Peter is so innocent. He's like, I don't care that you're wealthy. Like, I yeah. like you as a person. Yeah. Well, Peter Parker is an angel. Yeah. He's an angel in disguise. Now, have they been friends since they were kids? Is that the idea? I really don't know. It's because not, I don't if think Harry's it's implied been in the flunked movie. out of every high school, yeah. how did he meet? <laughs> That's what I kind of got the idea that they had just met. or Not that they had just met, but right. that they had met recently. Yeah, maybe they, the senior year they kind of yeah, yeah, were exactly. close. Because, yeah. I mean, Harry would have transferred in. It's right. hard when you're in senior school. Exactly. Senior student. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, anyways, so Harry no, Norman comes out. <laughs> Harry, are you forgetting something? And uh, gives him a backpack, and then uh, he's like, uh, "Peter, may I introduce my father, Norman Osborn? Heard so much about you. Great honor to meet you, sir. Harry tells me you're quite the science whiz. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself." Norman instantly brightens up. Norman instantly has a new best friend. New best friend, like the love of his life, 
is Peter Parker. You're a scientist. And then he says, <laughs> you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. One of the great lines of Spider-Man. He's so proud about it, too. He's just like, I'm something of a scientist myself. You impressed, boy, that Have everyone hates? you heard hates? of Oscorp? My company. I'm Osborne. I am Norman Osborne. Maybe it's because Harry just shows so much disdain and Peter shows a little bit of interest. He's just like, oh, wow. This and is how I- my son should be. Yeah. <laughs> you are my son. Yeah. So anyways, they go in. Huge kaleidoscope or hedron <laughs> what huge uh it's the largest hedron collider <laughs> this eastern. is the largest electron microscope on the eastern seaboard it's in the middle of a library uh, <laughs> it's not a library <laughs> they have like pillars and it's a table. science building <laughs> and they just have boxes of genetically <laughs> mutated spiders genetically out designed super spiders <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, all the students look like they are 45 years old, roughly. Um, <laughs> they are just, I mean, massive people. Yeah. And um, they're going around, and, you know, Peter, right off the bat, mentions... This is the most advanced electron microscope on the eastern seaboard. It's unreal. Harry's like, whatever. What makes you think I would want to know that? And Peter's like, who wouldn't? <laughs> He's so fascinated. So Peter loves science. Love science. Science. <laughs> <laughs> he is a scientist himself, uh, which is crazy that he never worked for Norman. Yeah, it's like, crazy that's that so he insane. never got like an internship at that place or for yeah. Yeah, we'll discuss it later because it's not like he didn't get offered. Yeah, he yeah. could have <laughs> worked there. That's insane. So he's looking, and um, one of the great lines is. Has the camera, wants to take a picture of the spider. <laughs> Don't make me look ugly. No, no, no. no. He goes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like way up here, like, can I take pictures of the largest, like, for why are they testing mutated spiders? Anyways. I don't know. Well, I just love spider silk. That's probably why. Spider silk. They're probably harvesting spider silk. Yeah. Which I've heard has a. Strength stronger than steel. <laughs> so right at the bat, this is all like expert. Like we right. are getting the idea of like what is Spider-Man's potential by yeah. like hearing all these things that spiders can do. Yeah. And but it's done in a very clever way. And then there's Mary Jane. Harry is like, you should talk to her. Peter's mm-hmm. like, no. And then Harry goes and talks, uses all the lines that Peter said. <laughs> well, first, right off the bat, comes up and goes, oh, I hate spiders. And Mary Jane goes, oh, really? I love them. And he's like, yeah, me too. I mean, he's a fraud right off the bat. <laughs> he's a fraud. <laughs> he's a fraud. He's a fake. He's a, <laughs> he's a criminal. He's a liar. <laughs> um, so He's a menace. He's a menace. <laughs> he's talking to Mary Jane, telling her all these things. Probably 20 seconds have passed. Yeah. What does the teacher come up and say? <laughs> He says, uh... You were talking throughout that woman's entire presentation. Let's go talk about how we listen. You guys were talking throughout the entirety of that woman's presentation. Let's go talk about how we listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 20 seconds. Uh, so, Harry leaves. Yeah. The whole the whole tour leaves. Yeah. And Mary, they leave Peter Parker behind. Mary Jane yeah, and stays Mary behind. Jane. She's yeah. like looking at the spiders. None of the scientists are like, well, she does mention at one point, uh, one of the spiders are missing. 
and mm-hmm. they're just like no one cares. Yeah. No one cares that these genetically mutated spiders. Well, the scientist says maybe they took that one for testing. No, the tour guide says that. The other scientists don't care. They're just there, <laughs> clearly background actors. This is this is Peter's chance. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Peter Parker's taking pictures of Mary Jane. Uh, very. Very uh, intimate moment for this Peter is your Parker. Moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mary, Mary Jane says, "Don't make me look ugly." Don't make me and look ugly. And Peter Parker responds in the smoothest way he can. Hey, uh, can I take your picture? I, I need one with a student in it. Sure. Yeah. Great. Where do you want me? Oh, over here. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Don't make me look ugly. <laughs> that's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> I love, I love how your interpretation of him is the smoothest guy possible. He's like the clearest. That's impossible. He is like milk, just milk water. He is skim milk. That's what. That is impossible, baby. Yeah. So anyways, he's taking pictures, taking a ton of pictures. Yeah. And um, spider comes down, bites him. Bam. Bam. He looks down, sees this red and blue spider doesn't even think anything about it. Yeah. He's just, ah. The scientists all around him could have been like, hey, <laughs> has any of you seen a red and blue spider? <laughs> hey, if y'all see a red and blue spider, let us know. We the lost graphics behind him. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> show a DNA strand in real time. <laughs> that new genetic. They got a camera inside the DNA of that spider. And that's a real, that's live footage. But it would be Peter Parker's DNA. Yeah. That's what they're showing. Right. What? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to make sense. Anyways, it doesn't make sense. So we go from there Mm -hmm. back to, uh, I believe, they are at Oscorp. Yep. And he's showing up, and he's like... Always a pleasure to have the board of directors pay us a little visit. <laughs> they got they got people on gliders. They got you know they're talking about this uh, super yeah. soldier serum, all that stuff. Yeah, but they're and, not interested in the glider. He's yeah. already seen the glider. He's already seen the glider. He, uh, I mean, these guys hate Norman. Yeah, like the military hates Norman. I don't know what that general's deal is, but he absolutely despises Norman yeah. Osborn. I mean, what does he say? He literally says. He says. Dr. Osborne, I'm going to be frank with you. I never supported your program. We have my predecessor to thank for that. Norman, the general gave the go-ahead to Quest Aerospace to build a prototype of their exoskeleton design. They test in two weeks. And if your so-called performance enhancers have not had a successful human trial by that date, I'm going to pull your funding. I'm going to give it to them. They're asking about the soldier. A hundred trials have been good. There's only been one that's been kind of iffy. Yeah. And they're talking to Dr. Strom. Dr. Strom. Who obviously, like, the brain's going on. Yeah. And uh, he says, we got to take it back to formula. And that's when (laughs) Norman Osborn said. With the exception of Dr. Strom, our entire staff certifies the product ready for human testing. Dr. Strom? We need to take the whole line back to formula. Back to formula. Back to formula. Like Dr. Osborne. so mad. Um, so, yeah. So, things are not going well. Yeah, the general's going to give him give the funding to another program yeah. because they have to go back to formula. Yeah. And Norman Osborne 
realizes something's got to be done. Something's got to be done. So now we're back with with uh, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and uh, he's 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 he's. He's tired. Yeah, he's 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 home. No, we show Uncle Ben. He's yeah, switching yeah, yeah. Out Uncle light Ben, best performance in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like talking about how computer analysts need analysts. You know, computers need analysts and all this stuff. And he just, for some reason, he doesn't have a job. I don't know if his pension. He just got laid off. He was the the uh, electrician. Of okay. a company for 30 years. Wow. And they laid him off. Yeah. So he's looking for a job because he's got to provide for a bratty little nephew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nephew's coming up and he's like, hey, Michelangelo, we're painting the kitchen after work. <laughs> Michelangelo. And, yeah. It's like, hey, we got to. And he's like, do you want anything to eat? And he's like, no, thank you. Just goes straight up. The lion mm-hmm. deliverance is amazing. Yeah. So he falls down, doesn't even make it onto the bed in time. No. That's how like, sick and tired he is. Yeah, Peter Parker is, at this point, he is not himself. He is not himself. He doesn't look like himself. Um, he he looks very weak. Looks very weak. Takes his shirt off. He's super skinny. He is He's not. Old. And not. then we get the classic skull and spike. <laughs> Thunder, lightning, yeah. So then it goes back to Harry or back to Norman, and he's in his office or in the in the lab late one night. Yeah, and. Dr. Strom's like, please don't do this. And he's like, we gotta do this. And he's like, 40,000 years of evolution and we barely even tapped the vastness of human potential. <laughs> so he takes the drink, smashes the, the vial, mm-hmm. gets onto the slab. Yeah. Dr. Strom is letting him do this whole letting thing. Letting him do this. Honestly, Dr. Strom. It's Dr. Strom's fault. It's Dr. Strom <laughs> was right about taking it back to formula, wrong about letting Norman do the test on himself. Very wrong. And he paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> With his life. The classic line, when the metal hits William Dafoe, he goes... That's cold. Ooh, that's cold. That's cold. Ah, oh, that's the best. Yeah. I legitimately <laughs> love, love that, that kept, I love that they kept that in because that was 100% like an ad lib. Yeah. And Sam Raimi was like, I like that. It adds like realism to good. the scene. He's like, good. So, Excellent. They go in, he gets the, the gases, Yeah, heart rate's going up, but you see his muscles are getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke clears. <laughs> He's dying. Yeah. Dr. Strom shuts it off. Dr. Strom is freaking out. Freaking out. out. <gasps> no, 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 And the ghost does CPR on him. Yeah. Giant close up on Dr. Strong's face. Giant which, close up. Honestly, like this scene, as this scene just directed by Sam Raimi is. is it's a horror scene. This is a horror scene. It's like, legitimately. This is an evil scientist, like, <laughs> conducting an evil scientist experiment. Yeah. Or at least a scientist doing something that he knows is not right. Right. And he pays the price for it. Yeah. And the Norman we knew that loved Harry, that loved Peter, who mm-hmm. was super nice, who kind of was just like, what's going on? He is dead. He's gone. He now. died in that moment, and he wakes up. His heartbeat goes, Doo, and it wakes up. And he opens his eyes, and he grabs Doctor Strong by the goes <laughs> back to formula. Back to formula, and then throws him through the window, and he just hits like a random electrical unit, jumps through the window. 
Yeah. Back to Peter. Dang. That wakes him up. Yeah. In that moment, we have our villain and we have our hero. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. That was awesome. What an amazing first act. Yes, the first act is incredible. I love it. Truly, it's great. Truly a hero's journey and it, a villain's journey. Oh, yeah. We are finding out. So. I mean, it was the quintessential uh, beginning of a hero and a villain. Yeah. And I love how they were like... It showed both transformations at the same time. Uh, it really just like highlighted each thing and how these guys are going to face off. Yeah. And so it's even more exciting to get into Act 2 now. Yeah, I mean, with us ending it with Green Goblin killing a man and jumping through a window. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's intense. Yeah. We'll see what happens next. Poor Dr. Strom. <laughs> we'll see what happens with Dr. Strom. <laughs> Think about it, hero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we hope that you have enjoyed Act 1 of Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's classic, as much as we have. Um, we look forward to diving into Act 2. Mm-hmm. And I look forward, Lewis, to really dissecting what a good, interesting... Act two, this <laughs> it's gonna be great. You already know by the look on your face. I can tell that you already know you're gonna come out the loser. I mean, some some previews. We got bone saw ready. <laughs> three minutes, three, three minutes of playtime, <laughs> and then we got. I mean, we got the classic Uncle Ben line. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, that whole scene is I mean, heartbreaking. We, we got so much popping. Oh in yeah, too. There really is. I mean, a lot to dive into. So, we had uh, his whole uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh my gosh! All in Act Two. Oh my gosh! That's awesome. He's a menace. <laughs> He's a criminal. A menace. <laughs> Why does he wear a mask? What does he got to hide? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh! So um, we hope that uh, you guys will tune back into Is It Good? Spider-Man, where we go deep into the story of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be dissecting it a little more in Act 2, kind of diving into maybe is the story and the script as good? I don't know. We'll see. I uh, will probably be arguing with Lewis a little bit in Act 2. <laughs> but um, nonetheless... We love it. We are excited to share it with you. But yeah, I we hope uh, you come back and uh, leave us a review and like. Yep. And uh, we will see you next time for Act 2. Oh, is it good? This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.